I'm hearing noise. I'm hearing a lot of. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Ah, there we go. Oh my God! Smooth, perfect, terrific, <laughs> yeah. wonderful. I think it was taking from here. From like the bag. Let me see something. Huh. Has that been like for all of our podcasts? Maybe. Maybe we just solved like a serious, huge. Uh huh. I think we did. A huge thing. Yeah, I think we did. I think we did. I'm glad that I helped with that. I'm really glad. Um. 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 Give me what's your range? This is my sort of melodic. Let me know if you want to stop in this car and get a ride and get a coffee. This is more just like my normal speaking voice, just kind of sitting here chatting with the girls. And this is me if I'm pissed off. Okay. It's good. All right. So welcome back to the podcast. Has it been recording this whole time? Uh Oh my God. Hello. Welcome back, everybody. Good to see you again. We are going to start off this pride celebration by opening this bottle of Prosecco I got. Sparkling rosé. You look so funny with your knees closed <laughs> like that. Here, wait, can you? No! Poor king. You look silly. Yeah, you do, and that's why. <laughs> Don't worry, I won't post it. Three, two. Ah! <gasps> oh, fuck. Get it off the wires. Get oh it my, off the wires. Oh, my God. This rosé. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, we're good. We're good. <laughs> Can you pass me a glass? What? Yeah. What perturbs you? It has recently come to my attention that people who walk among us in society, it could be a neighbor, it could be a loved one, they feel that it's comfortable for them to walk over to somebody when they're in the middle of a private conversation with another person and completely direct their energy to one of the people and start a conversation that has nothing to do with person C. I'm wondering why people think that's okay. Why people think that's appropriate. Like if you're speaking to Barbara, right. Jessica comes over and starts a conversation with Barbara while you're having a conversation. Right. So if Jessica wanted to join me and Barbara's conversation, all for it. Wonderful. You know what I mean? Let me give you an example. Let me set the scene. I'm at work. I'm talking to my fellow bartender, having a lovely conversation. We're talking, we're talking, we're talking. Kid comes over to me, completely ignores the existence of the human being I'm talking to, and just starts asking me questions. What kind of jewel is that? How much was it? Where did you go? whole time I'm ignoring him. Because what happens when you do that is you put the person in a situation, me being the person, where no matter how I handle the situation that you put me in, I'm an asshole. Because either I completely blatantly ignore you or I disrespect the person that I'm having a conversation with by turning my attention while they're in the middle of talking away from what they're saying to give you attention. Okay, but they deserve that. They deserve for you to be disrespectful to them. And that's exactly what I did. I could see that he was visibly offended that I was ignoring him. But no, it's offensive to the person I'm talking to that you think I'm just going to ignore and abandon the conversation I'm in the middle of to give you a little bit of attention. Absolutely not. And it's not the first time. It's a lack of social awareness. I've had it happen to me where someone comes up and talks to the person that I'm talking to. And I'm like, okay, I guess my voice doesn't matter. Right. Fuck you. That's what it says. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What they really mean is I hate you and I wish you didn't exist. That's what it's giving. You completely don't exist to them already. Enough that they're willing to start a conversation with someone that you're already talking to. 
It's one thing to go, excuse me, sorry to interrupt, I have a question. Also, what are you supposed to do then if someone comes up and talks to whoever you're talking to? How are you supposed to respond? Are you supposed to, ha ha ha, yeah, I'm also part of this conversation. I was originally part of this conversation, although, but because it, it forces you out. Mm-hmm. It forces you out. So you either have to try to force your way back in and act like an idiot trying to do so or walk away. But that's so mean. It's so mean. And I'm telling you guys, it could be a neighbor. It could be a friend. It could be a loved one. These people, they walk among us. Mm-hmm. People that think that that's normal behavior. You couldn't even spot them in a crowd. They exist among us. So watch out. Observe your behavior. Observe the people around you's behavior. Make sure that you're not that person. And also, if you love someone and they're that person, go ahead and call them out. Do the world a favor. Call them out. Make them look inward. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Maybe we should do it like, hey, bitch, I was talking here. You know, that might make it easier because I'm not in a position to give anyone advice. I'm giving myself the advice out loud to just be like, hey, ha ha ha. I was in the middle of a conversation. That's a good way to do it in a way that makes everybody in the room comfortable. I'm in the business of making you feel uncomfortable because I'm uncomfortable. You put me in an uncomfortable You're situation. You're right. They deserve it. They deserve it. They deserve to sit there and wonder, why isn't he responding? Why is he blatantly ignoring me? Want to know why? Because I'm in the middle of a conversation. Okay, but what if you were on the other end? If I was talking to someone and someone else came over to that person, mm-hmm. I'd be pissed off. I'd be pissed off. That rarely happens because usually I'm the center of attention. Yeah, but what would, what would you say? Would you try to make them uncomfortable or would you because you could, wouldn't be in the position of ignoring right I would probably just sit there bitter and be like what the hell I'm just I'm in the middle of a weirdness uh huh I usually just walk away, but I do remember it happening in high school once. I was talking to a friend and then another friend, a mutual friend, came up, grabbed the arm of the friend I was talking to and went, come here, like I want to blah, blah, blah. And I literally got so angry that the world started spinning. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, I can't say her name, so it's not like I can just like say it, but I was like, da da da. I was literally just having a conversation. I don't usually do that, but I was like that angry. (laughs) There's smoke coming out of your ears. There's like a visual that happens in the person's head of, I want to wrap my hands around your neck and strangle you, you know? It's very weird. It's so weird. It's so rude. It comes down to people not knowing how to communicate properly. Yeah, because he would, okay, because he would ask a question. Wait, do you work with him? Yes. Is he going to know it's him? I don't think he um, knows how to read. Um, I was in the middle of a conversation. He asked me a question, blatantly ignored. A second goes by. He would repeat himself. I guess he thought I didn't hear him. I ignored. Another question would go by. He would try to ask a question. He would change the words around a little. Maybe I didn't understand the question. He would ask again. Ignored. This went on for a good two minutes before something shiny happened on the other side of the room that he was distracted by and went ran over there. <laughs> Crazy. It's so annoying. I a completely little agree. Social awareness. It happens once in a while, but when it happens, it's just one too many. Hello, once is once too much. Oh my God, we're rolling. If she stops now, she's never gonna finish. <laughs> Throw up. Oh God damn I will fuck you up. Do I it. will literally fuck you up. We're fine. We're rolling up the job, the economy. <laughs> So what are we talking about today, Michael? Well, let's get into this glass of wine first. Ready? <laughs> Our topic today is 
pedestrian traffic. You heard me, pedestrian traffic. I'm not talking cars. I'm not talking airplanes. I'm not talking sex traffic. I'm talking pedestrian traffic. We live in New York City. And um, it's a pedestrian city. People walk to work. They take the train. They take the bus. A hustle and bustle on the sidewalk every day. And with that comes a set of law and order. But there is no law and order. It seems that there is no law and order. No. Um, and there needs to be. Some people live according to the rules of society. The ones who are miserable and who are trying to get from point A to point B live by the rules. They're the ones like, I live by the rules. If I have to answer a text message, I don't stop wherever I am. I pull myself over to the sidewalk so I could let the traffic go through. Think of yourself as if you're a driver on the road. Don't think of yourself as a wanderer because you're not. You know, you're part of a bloodstream here on the sidewalk. And um, it's rushing on without we're with you. So especially like sometimes they're on the stairs. There's a level of desperation. I feel in me like, please go move. Because I'm doing everything I can to get from point A to point B as fast and efficiently as possible while not being an asshole. I'm aware of my surroundings when I walk. I know what's happening behind me. I know what's happening in front of me. I know what's happening to the left to the right of me. I make decisions not only based on my selfish needs of how to get somewhere, but also keeping the flow of traffic in mind, making sure that I'm not stepping out right into somebody's path, making sure that I'm not halting in the middle of my path, making the person behind me stop. A lot of times you can't just walk around them because there's congestion. It accumulates like actual traffic. And I'm getting more aggressive these days. I'm literally feeling urges, violent urges inside of me. I have become a New York City stereotype of like, I'm walking here. Like, I've, <laughs> it just, it blows my mind because it says so much more than just you don't know how to walk on the sidewalk. It says that you have no care about your role in society and how you affect other people. It says you have no spatial awareness as to what's going on around you. I'm going to be honest. I have zero spatial awareness um, and I probably have done that shit multiple times. Look inward. It's like road rage. I also will do some shit and then get mad about it. <laughs> right. I've had my moments of being like, oh, fuck, I'm like a nuisance right now and I need to just keep going. And then I've had my moments where I'm like, please, I can't get around you. You're being slow. And yeah, you're right. When there's two people walking slowly next to each other. Side by side. It's a two way street. There's others. I would have to get in the way of people coming towards me. I'm crossing over into the lane. That's a hazard. A head on collision. <laughs> I'm aggressive. Couples are the worst people to be on the sidewalk because they're in la la land. They're holding hands. They're <laughs> I understand that you're on a date. You want to hold hands and walk slowly. I understand that. Um, go somewhere else. Don't walk down the crowded sidewalk, leisurely holding hands side by side, spreading out, taking up the whole sidewalk. Single file line, people. Let's hurry the fuck up. I get that you're living this fantasy. Um, I'm not. Get out of my way. Do you know what I mean? Uh -huh. They're always on the staircase, like ooh, trying to make sure they look sexy walking up the staircase. Hurry. You got to put some oomph in it. I need to see you running. And they're uh -huh. in heels. They're, ooh. No, <laughs> run. I'm trying to get to work. I hate when people have like a big purse on them or something. It's big enough that I can't really get around without twisting my body to mm -hmm. walk through. I think it's ignorant people who just think, fuck everyone else. 
I'm gonna hold someone's hand and just stop and kiss them when there's five people walking behind me. It's people who are too happy. Yes, that's exactly what it is. I'm miserable and bitter. I got places to go. I want to get there quick. You're holding hands with someone, making out with someone. You're enjoying yourself, so you're taking your time. Don't do that. Please, I just had a long day of work or I'm rushing to work because it's all my fault, but I need to get to work. Right. I have an hour commute ahead of me. And they all need to adjust to make it easier for us. I understand you're happy. Oh, you're walking with your toddler. You're with your grandma. I'm in a rush, bitch. Get the fuck out of my way. One time I was walking up the steps out of a platform into the hallways. It was 42nd Street. So I was walking up the steps. Everyone's just stopped walking. And I look up the line and I see someone at the top of the stairs just looking around like, where do I go? I went, go! Um, What are you doing? You're stopping a full line of people dead in their tracks in the stairs. You don't feel the presence of a group of people behind you. You don't feel that hatred on your shoulders, that judgment weighing down upon you. You don't feel that. Don't stop at the top of the stairs. Don't stop on the stairs ever. Get to the top, take a few steps in one direction, then you could stop. Yeah. I also do sympathize with the tourists who are in the city. Like, I do get it. I understand that it's just so fast paced that. But that goes back to spatial awareness, because I understand, you know, you don't know where you're going. You're not going to be walking quickly. You want to stop. You want to take in the view. You want to take pictures. Pull over to the sidewalk. No, but sometimes it's like if you're getting out of the subway train, you have to transfer, but you don't know where you're going next. All right, like well, you don't want to. It does suck to have to be in the bloodstream when you don't know for sure that that's the direction you need to be going in. And I sympathize. I do. I don't. For me, when I'm running late, which is usually, uh, I'm frustrated. Because, yes, I take the train every day. I didn't grow up here. There was a first for me. But I had the intuition to get out of the subway station, take a right, take a few steps out of the direction of the staircase that are flowing herds of people out of it. Let me step to the side. And then you could look down at your phone and get directions. Who the fuck knows what we're breathing in? Not fresh oxygen. No. There's no trees down there. None. Just breath, bacteria, maybe some dead bodies. All those posters that are up being like dangerous chemical was just added to the subway to kill the rats. Rodenticide. I don't know what's worse, the rats or this chemical. Sometimes it smells like Pepto-Bismol. It's extremely unpleasant. Foul. You got to get in and you got to get out. Quick. Quick, 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 quick. This isn't romantic. This isn't fun. This isn't fun. If you're a 98-year-old woman, I'll give you some grace. Take your time. If you're an able-bodied 24-year-old, you better put some fucking pep in your step. And if you want to take your time, again, following the rules of pedestrian traffic, the law and order, let's normalize creating a slow lane and a fast lane for walkers. Because I understand you want to walk slow. You're now forcing everyone else behind you to walk slow. So step to the side. Take your time. Raise your hand if you think dodging for your life out of the path of a full speed vehicle is an activity that you think should be happening on sidewalks every day. Keep that hand up if you think it's normal for vehicles to remain on the road at all times. There's no reason motorcycles should be jutting back and forth in my direction on the sidewalk. There's no reason I should be thrust into flight reaction and dodging delivery drivers on a sidewalk. Um, get your motorcycle off the sidewalk. There's a road for a reason. Do you think it's normal, Holly, for a motorcycle to be full speed down a sidewalk with people on it? It's very scary to hear something coming at you full speed from behind you. It's like, whoa, whoa. I have a moment of I'm making eye contact with a delivery driver on a motorcycle speeding towards me and uh, head on collision. 
collision on the sidewalk. And I think to myself, I'm on a sidewalk. I'm going to stand my ground. I'm going to let this person have to stop and go around me. And they don't stop. They will just drive until you are in flight or fight mode, jumping out of the way of a vehicle on the sidewalk. I did for a while when I was too afraid. I was riding my bike on the sidewalk because it's just scary being on the road on a bike because cars come up behind you. They have to go around you. It kind of stinks, but like it's fine. It's environmentally friendly. So get over it. Now I just don't look. Now I'm just like, you better like not hit me. <laughs> also, why isn't anyone enforcing this? Right. Get off the sidewalk. This is a sidewalk. This your is your bike is fast enough. You can be on the road. And they're the first to be on your left, on your right. No, you should be on the road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if this is really pedestrian traffic concerning. It causes me a lot of anxiety, this situation. I don't know what the fuck they are. Donation tables, usually in Manhattan. The ones that are like, hi, I like your haircut. Do you have a minute? Yeah, but they are aggressive. They're very aggressive. Even when I avoid eye contact, when I'm a block away, they're still screaming. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. They get you when you're approaching. Uh -huh. It's not like you walk past and they're like, excuse me. They'll watch you approach while talking to you while you're approaching. So you have that minute of solid eye contact. There's zero guilt in it. It's so weird. And they're it's always like incredibly pleasant. Good morning. Your hair is looking extra amazing today, sir. You look like a fun guy. Do you have? I'm like, shut up. Get out of my way. What I always say is I'm late to work and I keep walking. And you'd think someone would go, oh, he's late to work. He's somebody. They still are like, I'll only take a minute. Whenever that happens, I'm like, no, I'm busy. I'm busy. Please, no. You're begging. Because I get it. That's your job. But no one should have that job. <laughs> it shouldn't exist. And even if they shut up after you walk away, I don't want to have to feel guilty for blatantly ignoring a human being. But you're going to try to suck me in. You have a whole script that you're going to say to me. No, I'm trying to get somewhere. I do not want to stop for this, whatever it is. The first time it happened to me, I was walking. Guy around my age, very attractive, handsome man was like, hi, your hair is really beautiful, sir. I thought I was pulling some trade. I was like, oh, thank you. Stopped. I thought he was just genuinely a stranger, just starting a conversation. He smiles at me. Kids are dying of cancer every day in this country. I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> you know, I was pissed off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's manipulation tactics. It's thievery. Yeah. When they do that, it is very like, okay, you said that just to get my attention. Fuck you. I right. know that you're just playing a game here. I'm not some pawn in your scheme. I'm not some whore you could just whore out. Sometimes they're like, thanks for chatting. Like they're a little resentful. You can hear them yelling down. All right, have a nice day. When I've just blatantly ignored them and walked past them. Petty. And I just feel so like, why was I the victim? Right. <laughs> I was just one in the crowd. Why me? Want to know why? Because we're very approachable. I'll watch them ignore 12 people and then I walk past and they're like, good morning. I'm like, no, no, no. I look approachable, but I'm not. Maybe it's because everyone has AirPods on. That's like a Ooh, savior, you that's know? That's a good point. Not to be like Grandma Myrtle. I'm becoming Grandma Myrtle because I look around sometimes and I'm like, everyone is on their phone. I don't think I've seen anyone look up from their phone in the past 45 minutes. I'm the only person on this train car right now that's not looking at their phone, which like, it's no problem. Feel free to look down at your phone. It's just like, whoa, it's It's to the everyone. point that it looks creepy of you. It's so creepy. Of you. Of me? 
I know. That's the thing, because everyone is looking down at your phone and I'm not. You don't do anything on the subway. I feel a pressure to like look at my phone. There's nothing for me to look at right now. For me personally, scrolling through TikTok and stuff is a personal private activity. I don't feel the need to play TikToks out loud under any circumstance in a public setting or scroll through my Instagram feed in a public setting. That's alone time things. Also, I'm not texting anyone. So what am I going to do? Look at the clock app? It's so weird when I go on the subway with you because you literally just sit fully straight, blank face, just looking at nothing. I dissociate. I will point out that I'm sure back in the day, everyone was reading newspapers on the subway. Well, I don't know how to read, so. Yes, you do. You're just a lazy piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's reading newspapers now. It's just people have articles on their phones. Uh, Oh, do we really believe they're looking at articles on their phone? No. They're looking at ass shaking on TikTok. I 100% believe a lot of them are. because you're looking down at your phone, I'm looking at other people's phones. I see what these bitches are up to. It's ass shaking, it's makeup tutorials, and it's fine. I scroll through TikTok too. I'm not being like, no, TikTok, no cell phones. It's just wild to me. I think it's wild that you have an hour of a ride every day, two hours there and back, and you just sit there and stare. I like to look around. I like to see. We live in New York City. You know, I could see people. I could see places. I could see things. I could see fashion. I could see culture. Why would I want to look at my cell phone when I could do that in bed. Because why would you want to waste time in your bed looking at your phone if you have to waste time in the subway? I mean, I think it's cool what you do because you're like experiencing reality. That's the thing. I feel like no one's experiencing reality. But it's every single day of an hour of a commute there and back. Why would I read an article elsewhere when I could do other things? It's the time that you're there anyways. You might as well use it for bullshit things. And I don't use it for bullshit things usually. I know a lot of people are reading books. No, a lot of people are reading books. Some people are watching shows. It's the perfect time to do that shit. Okay, I'll also say this. Again, not to be Grandma Myrtle, but if you are watching a show or scrolling through TikTok, please use headphones, especially TikTok, because the thing is, it's repeating audio. If you're watching a video over and over and over and over again, because it happens, and I'm just hearing some audio replaying and replaying and replaying, I'm, I'm being driven to the point of insanity from you sitting next to me. That's annoying. Or there's people who walk through the subway with their whole fucking radio on their shoulder. I don't really mind the radio thing because I like it. If I'm just sitting there dissociating, music actually is nice. But I don't want to hear TikTok audio. If you're playing a song, that's lovely. Oh no, I completely disagree because I feel like whenever you walk through with your speakers, you're just trying to get attention and I'm not in the fucking mood. I'm trying to read my shit and you're trying to get attention. I feel like it depends on the song. If you're playing a song, fine. But like this one time, the song was literally like, I'll fuck someone. I will murder someone somebody. I was like, I don't know if this is necessarily a pleasant vibe right now. I don't know if it's the mood. It's usually aggressive, I feel like, because it's like adds to the fact that this person wants to be seen. Obviously, you want to be seen, you know, you're walking around with a whole ass speaker on your shoulder. You can tell the difference. Like when someone's playing their music and it's nice, it's lovely. But if someone's blasting music, it's different. If someone's just playing music out loud, it's one thing. If the whole train car is vibrating because your speaker is boofing, it's too much. But I feel like it's just weird behavior for you to think that everyone else wants to listen to your music. It's a little weird, but I I think it bothers me so much less than the TikTok audio. I would much rather hear someone's music than hear stupid (laughs) TikTok audio. Didn't. Oh, I can't get copyrighted. (laughs) Want to know what it looks like to me as someone who doesn't use the... And I'm not anti-phone on the train. If I get a text, I'll respond. But 
look, I'm not going to go out of my way to stare at my screen the whole time. Um, putting that out there. Also, what it looks like to me as someone who's not on their phone when everyone else is, it looks like the SpongeBob movie when the chum buckets are on everyone's head and they're like plankton. I get what you mean because it's like all robotic. And then because it's usually me and old people. So it's usually just like me and then some old lady and we're the only ones not on our phones. And usually there's a smile and a nod. Have a nice day. You're missing out on all those little human interactions. You're missing out on, oh, I like your outfit. Oh, I like your hair. I'm not about to sit on the train for a whole fucking hour doing nothing just to have a nod with one person. <laughs> and again, I'm not doing it for that. I just personally feel, I'm not like, I really want to use my phone, but I can't because I'm, I just don't feel the need. And I just disagree with your method of existing. <laughs> <laughs> I get on the train, I dissociate, and then I come to when my stop is there. And I guess that's what phones are. I just feel like, first of all, I don't have the battery life for that. I don't have the storage for that. I hate texting people. And like I said, I'm not going to scroll through TikTok in public because my For You page is a little wild. I mean, you could read Wikipedia. Yeah, but I'm not doing that. You know that. I'm not doing that. If I knew how to read, sure. You do know how to read. I know how to read someone a filth. I love sitting in my room and watching YouTube. I love sitting on the train and not staring down at my phone. And it's okay for us to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're not a YouTube girl. No. Maybe once in a while, if I hear some drama on a podcast or something, I try to find the actual video. But there's a lot of bullshit on there. You get those stupid people being like, here's what happened, and they're fucking on their little fucking stupid little square screen while the video's uh, going on, and they're talking about it and making I comments hate- on it. Don't mislead me into thinking that I'm just watching this video. I hate reaction videos. I don't care about an episode of something with you in the corner going, whoa, damn. Like, you're the worst kind of person. Like, you're really putting it out there and making it seem like the person's going to get the raw footage. Then you're just sitting there commenting on it. Like, I don't want to watch that. People who take time at the register while the line is accumulating. I don't know whatever is going down. It's conflicting emotions for me because you never really know. Sometimes I can see the guilt in the person's face. Like they know what they're doing and they know that they would be as upset. So I feel annoyed, but also sympathy for the person. Sometimes you can hear someone like, well, do this. And they're like purposely taking a long ass fucking time and the lines accumulating. And it's like, ah, oh. I have so many opinions about this. Um, I disagree with you. Don't fucking rush me, bitch. First of all, I used to be a cashier in the suburbs. It's a little different here in New York City. I learned that real quick. In the suburbs, you take your time. First of all, I worked there. I had to bag your groceries for you. I had to put them into your cart. I had a conversation with you, blah, blah, blah. I'm not expecting all that. But I'm not expecting to, they ring you up. They don't even think about bagging your shit. They throw everything on the end of the thing. You're bagging it. You total all of my shit's still sprawled out. I have to go through my pocket, give it to you. And then before I even have time to breathe, the next person's stuff is being sent down the line. I'm still bagging my groceries. My money's out. I'm not just going to throw the money in the bag. I want to fold it back into my pocket. I 100% agree. Okay, good. I 100% agree. Because I'm like, what is this? Especially when it's the person who's working there. You have a number of hours. 
There's no reason you need to be rushing me. Why do you need to push everyone through? The line's just going to keep coming throughout the day. Just let me put my money back in my wallet. If I'm using cash, now I have change. Just give me a second. They throw the money into your hands. The quarter's rolling down the metal thing. All of my food is not in the bag yet. And like I said, I worked there. I had to bag people's groceries for them. They wouldn't bag their own groceries. And I'm not expecting you to. As a matter of fact, I would prefer to bag my own groceries because I know your dumbass is going to put my bread on the bottom of the bag and my my cans on top of the bread and squish the bread. I know what I'm doing, so I would actually prefer to do my own bagging. However, don't rush me while I do it. You're sending down someone else's food. It's getting mixed into mine. I have to shuffle through, make sure what's mine is mine. And this new person is all in my shit. Fuck you. Mm -hmm, Fuck mm -hmm. you. And fuck that person too. Because if I were that person, I would go, oh, take your time. You don't have to, because I'm scrambling, rushing around, anxiety. Take your time. Um, where is that? Where's that courtesy? My thing was more just like if you're at like a CVS or a Walgreens or some shit and like there's a person there for a long time dealing with some shit and everyone in the line is waiting. Are you talking about like coupon vibes? Yeah. Yeah, that's a little different. Mm -hmm. That's a little different. Mm -hmm. If there's some sort of issue, then the person at the register has to call the manager over. You have to then wait for the manager to come over. Standing there is so frustrating and everyone's getting jittery. I came out, I wanted to get one thing. Now Uh. I've been standing here for 15 minutes because there's an issue with the register. I get angry, but sometimes I see the person feeling very uncomfortable, like they know what they're doing. So I'm just happy I'm not them. But then I'm not happy being the person in line. Also, if you have one item, you ran into CVS for a tube of toothpaste and the person in front of you has a cart full of things. Um, the person in front of you should say, you can go first. They should. Do they have to? Is it their moral obligation? No, but they should. It's courtesy. It's common courtesy. There's none of that left. Ah. You know what? Actually, there is something left in New York City subways you could literally walk into a train and go is this going uptown scream a question and someone will answer I love being able to answer because I was that bitch for a long time New Yorkers love knowing everything about New York. Yeah. So if you're asking, they are ready and armored with the answer. Is this the express train? Now go across this platform. You know, it's a weird accepted thing that happens that I contribute to, to walk on the left of the stairs. You know, you're, the, the rule is stay to the right, just generally stay to the right. There's no rules. It seems there's no rule. The rules are out the window at this point. Sometimes I'm going on the right and someone's coming at me, getting in my way. I'm like, come on. But like if people are going slow on the right side, I will go up the left side. (laughs) Yeah, I will too, honestly, because there's always a greater than less than situation. It's never equal parts up and down. The train just released a bunch of people and they're all walking up the steps and you're the only one walking down. I've been in that situation a lot of times and people just don't move out of your way. Like you guys have the entire people going up. They're in the majority. You're all rushing up the entire staircase. I'm a single body walking down the staircase. You'd expect people to move for me. No, they would rather me be trampled. Yeah, when everyone's getting off the subway and you're going against the grain because it's coming from everywhere. They're spilling out. You can't choose the right stairs. Oh, and they're on their fucking phones. So they're not even aware that there's someone in front of them walking down. They're just head down on their phone, trudging up. And I'm like, hello. It's bucket hat. It's plankton. It's ew, ew. That's what it is. It's just hard. Uh, It's hard. 
sometimes I think, so this is where my brain goes when I'm on the train. Sometimes I go, I wish for a week I was the only person on the planet. <laughs> Ugh, dealing with the subway every day is a lot of, of an emotional burden. It's so much. It really, just to feel that level of anger and rage that's accumulating to violence. <laughs> <laughs> I take the subway every day to go to work and go home. I never take the subway to like go out to a bar or do things at leisure. So every once in a while I do. And I'm like, this is actually nice. Like if I'm not rushing late, miserable, I'm like, wait, this is nice. Um, I'm sitting here, I'm enjoying myself. But that's not usually how it goes. Usually I'm on my way to work, so I'm already pissed off. And then on top of it, I'm late, so I'm pissed off. I'm rushing, everyone else is being an idiot, I'm pissed off. So am I the problem? Yes. Do I require everybody to adjust because I'm the problem? Yes. Would it make me happier if everybody just got some sense so my life could be easier? easier? Absolutely. Do I know for a fact that I would be less angry if I just left a little bit earlier? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, but, you know, I'll give myself this justification, okay? It's an hour commute, okay? It's an hour commute there and back. There's not a lot of time in the day. I have to squeeze shit. That's just the unfortunate truth. Or no, it's not. <laughs> no, it is the because truth. Because if I just left on time, maybe I could bring whatever activity I need. No. But then also leaving at the same time doesn't always bring the same results. No, especially this subway, please. Especially on weekends, please. Oh God, and we're on the last stop. I don't know if this has to do with it being the last stop, but when I'm getting on the train at that stop, sometimes it's- You're waiting for 15 minutes. Yeah, the train's there and I'm sitting in the train and it is sitting there for 15 minutes. The Karen inside of me is like, who the fuck is running this shit? I want to know who's running it? Train professionals who know what they're doing. But to us, let's go. Let's get a show on the road. We're here. Where's the manager? Where's your fucking- Can I talk to your manager? Because here's the deal. An hour commute turns an eight-hour work shift into a 10-hour work shift. And then you have to be ready. So take away another hour of getting dressed, getting ready. It's your whole day. Half of it seems to be the commute. Half of it is breathing in rat shit and dead bodies from the dungeons. Which last time I breathed in shit was my last trip to Fire Island. Ow. Ow. That definitely makes New York City living uh, tough. It makes it tough. It really puts a damper on this experience and this right, adventure. Right, right. I always say, you know, there's certain sacrifices. Um, It's not all glitz and glam. Um, It's definitely one of the no-goes. It's the type of thing, you know, you're going to have to change your clothes before you sit on your bed because you were sitting on the seats in there. Um, You may see a penis or two. Don't make eye contact. You know, that's why people are so unpleasant because you never know. If you make eye contact, you don't know what you're getting. The instinct becomes to just not make eye contact at all with anybody. Um, yeah, you don't make eye contact. This is what I do. I pick a spot on the floor or the wall and I just stare at it. And if someone walks, if their eyesight walks into that spot, I pick a new spot. And it's a little advice. It's not all scary. I don't want to contribute to the New York is scary narrative and the subways are dangerous because they're not, you know. I just feel like it's filthy. It's not as dangerous to me as it is filthy and disgusting. Right and just suffocating. Um, maybe I'm not meant to be here, but it's better than the suburbs. Oh, it's better than the suburbs, yeah. 
but I miss driving. Oh, yeah. When it was, oh. The conversation's traffic. Oh, I miss driving. Driving is wonderful. I miss it so if much. you are listening in a car right now, take a lap around the block because you can. Take a right instead of a left next time because you can. When the podcast finishes, replay it. If you're listening on your way to work, I'm sorry that you're going through that. If you're rushing through a tunnel to get to your transfer train with your headphones in, I hope me and Michael here today brought a little bit of enjoyment to that. Um, Happy Pride, fag. Have fun out there. Not too much fun. Oh. 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 Take care of yourselves. What are you going to be doing this Pride? Nothing. Working. Love that. Um, buy yourself a Long Island iced tea for me. I haven't had one of those in a while. Get a Long Island. I love a Long Island. I love it. It just says tonight's going to be fun. That's what that says. If you're looking for bang for your buck, get a Long Island. Do yourself a favor. Do that for me. Let us. <laughs> in apartment 1R, you know the deal by now. Okay. If you're one of the girls, you're one of the girls, you get it. We want to know what pisses you off. We want to know what perturbs you. We want to know what rubs you the wrong way. What grinds your gears. What makes you look at someone and think, are you joking? Whether someone called themselves an empath to you today. Or a friend offered you a chair when you were just fine with sitting on the floor. Use the hashtag, are you joking? 1R on Twitter. That's hashtag are you joking? One R on Twitter. So me and Michael can complain with you on the next episode. Or if you're lazy like me, just leave a comment down on the Instagram page with the hashtag are you joking one R. Because we want to hear what perturbs you. We want to hear what pisses you off. Because chances are we agree. And if we don't agree, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and fuck off. Um, we're going to fuck off. Um, stay safe. Use a condom. Love you. Mean it. Put on the chair. Put on Donna Summer. Bye. Bye. Bye, fag.